Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, of the many emotional and financial challenges with a divorce, dealing with the real estate part of it can be very daunting. What are some of the things that homeowners need to know about the house, the mortgage, the taxes when they're looking at a divorce? Well, Richard, it's it's a tough time for everybody. You know, um, there's usually a lot of push and pull about what agent they're going to use. Sometimes a lawyer gets involved with that. And um, if they have already gone through the whole divorce proceeding and gotten a divorce decree, that will dictate uh, what happens to the real estate. In most cases in this state, they have to split the proceeds somehow. Um, and we have some that, you know, maybe... One person wants to keep the house, but they can't afford it on their own, that kind of thing. They can't afford to buy out the other. So then they have to sell the real estate. But pretty much it's it's straightforward. You need somebody that knows how to evaluate the home's value, uh, take a hard look at how you hold title, knows what to plan for and what will happen with the net proceeds. Because if the spouses have split up, maybe they even have separate checking accounts at this point. It can get a little dicey if you're worried about, okay, all the proceeds are going to go into this account that he has or she has, you know. And so the strategy of what happens next is really, really important. And part of what some of our trusted vendors will do, like the title companies, if the divorce decrease as you split the proceeds, they're willing to just wire the money into both accounts and split it up themselves so you don't have to worry about any tussle, you know, all landing in one checking account when it sells. So basically, um, when you're in this situation and you, you really have to sell a piece of property over real estate, there are four options. The first is, of course, uh, sell the house, divide up the proceeds or whatever the divorce decree says. The other is one spouse can buy out the other. And that may be an option. I mean, there are some really great and easy loans you can get out there, home equity lines of credit that can perhaps solve that problem. I've seen people do that. Um, so have one spouse buy out the other, or you just retain ownership and rent it out. That's a possibility too. But if you have to sell and you want to buy another house, you also want to check the affordability of you buying your next home. So what I have on the screen right now is the average and median sales prices going back right at a year. And it's still higher than it was a year ago by far. Even though the prices have corrected about 30,000 down from the peak in April, if you look over the whole year, the prices are up. The thing that's impacting people the most right now is basically the interest rate and whether or not they can afford the payments. But the good news is there are more available homes on the market right now. What we've seen since um, probably May is where we saw the inventory really rise up when the iBuyers quit buying, the interest rates went up. But what we're seeing in the past four months is the number of available homes is really stabilized. It's not climbing. And we're still below, as far as the number of available homes, we're still below the number of when the market was what we considered a buyer's market. We're still in more of a seller's market, believe it or not. The number of sales, of course, has dropped about 25% 
from their high in 2021. So I don't think we're ever going to see another boom like we just had in our lifetimes. There were so many unusual things that happened, you know, COVID and the interest rates being held down by the government. So uh, pretty much, you know, it was almost like just before the meltdown in that anybody could get a mortgage. What's different now is you had to qualify for the mortgage, but the interest rate was so low, a lot of people qualified. And those buyers at the same time had to compete with all these Wall Street investors buying homes. So Wall Street all at once stepped out of doing this. At the same time, the interest rates more than doubled. So now we're around 7% for conventional. So it really held back the volume of sales. But if you look back over time, the number of sales year to date, as compared to 2018 and very similar to 2019, is about the same. It's it's normalizing to be a normal appreciating market, more of a seller's market. So those are all good things. But when you factor in something like affordability, if you have to buy your next house, um, there's a great tool. If you Google bank rate, B-A-N-K rate mortgage calculator, there's a really simple tool where you can put in the price and the down payment and how you, long you want your loan, what the taxes are. And it will show you right online how much a payment would be. So I put in a $425,000 house with 20% down. At our typical tax rate, the payment was going to be between $2,300 and $2,400 a month. Is that lower or higher than rent? It might be a little bit higher than rent, but you're going to have equity um, hanging on to that house because it's going to go up in value. And you got to figure for every extra $10,000 you pay for a house, your payment's going to go up about $50 to $52 a month. So if it's affordable, it wouldn't hurt to buy another home right now, especially since they are definitely promising that the interest rates are going to go up. So definitely be prepared for your next destination. We can help you do that. Getting your offer accepted is a little bit easier right now than it was six months ago, um, but it's still a good time to buy and it's a good time to sell. A lot of times we can get um, concessions from sellers or we can go up in price and have the closing costs paid so you can buy your interest rate down and get a more comfortable payment and you want to make sure you hire the agent that knows how to put all those protections and all those provisions in place to make your transition as smooth as possible. Richard? You are that agent. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice. That's Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. If you're interested in selling your home, you want to give Barb a call at 719-301-3900. And we're talking, Barb, about divorce and how it could affect your house mortgage, the taxes. Barb, what are what about the mortgage and the taxes? Well, if you're selling the home outright, you really don't have to worry about the mortgage at all, even who is on it, because the title company is simply just going to order the payoff of that loan. It doesn't matter who's on the mortgage. So there's no need to refinance. It's kind of a common myth out there that people think that they have to refinance their mortgage before they sell it. And they really don't. It would just add to your expenses. Um, now, if one spouse is keeping the house, that may be the case. Um, because, you know, it will impact your credit if that person stops making payments. And I've I've seen all kinds of stories. You know, some of the issues that we run into with the divorcing couple is many times they're not speaking to each other. They don't want to meet together. 
and that's okay. We can meet separately. Um, and how you hold title is important too, because if you're both in title, you're both decision makers. You both must sign to um, make the sale happen. Uh, the mortgages will get paid off regardless, but you don't necessarily have to be in the same room to make that happen. And as far as taxes, if you have lived in the home for at least two of the last five years and your profit on the sale of the home is less than 500000 which in most cases it's going to be, then there is no capital gain or tax consequence that you have to worry about. It could happen, though, if the property is a rental or something like that. But I highly recommend in these situations that you definitely want to talk with a tax professional about these things if it is like a rental property or something like that. But generally, you don't have to. Um, and I think there's a certain um, time period after which you sell that you don't have to worry about capital gains either. So um, it's a very interesting topic. It's it's hard because um, usually one of the other party probably doesn't really want to sell. Um, so that makes it difficult because you have to have the home available to be shown. Um, you have to agree on what the asking price of the home is or any changes you're making to either the asking price or the marketing plan. Um, but in most cases, though, the title companies can work things out. The lawyers can work things out where everything happens so that you have a nice, smooth, uh, on-time transition and closing. And um, this is also a private transaction. I think that's something that a lot of people assume that the whole world knows what they're going through. And I think that's probably scary for a lot of home sellers because it is very personal and private, but we're not allowed as licensed real estate agents, we're not allowed to disclose your motivation to sell. That's always, always private information. Um, and so the world is not gonna know that. We're not gonna go out and market it as a distress sale or something like that. It's gonna be marketed as a full retail home, just like any other property. And your situation is kept private at all times because um, we don't, we certainly don't want the buyers to get any kind of advantage in the negotiation. Having that knowledge um, is actually against our license law to disclose that kind of thing. Um, so they don't need to know anything about it. Um, and so, Richard, do you have any questions about that? Well, just a comment about that, and, and that is, I, I, all of us have known somebody or perhaps even gone through this sort of thing ourselves. It's a very emotional time. And, and Barb, you're a fiduciary. You are the person who represents your client. And to have somebody like you in my corner or, or the listener's corner, not just looking out for you financially, but looking uh, for you and, and going through this process and understanding because you've seen this and handled transactions like this before. Before, I think it's a huge advantage. And, and again, it's one of those reasons why there's no way I would recommend someone else. If you find yourself in a situation like this, Barb Schlinker is the only person I would trust. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. If you're thinking of making a move, call Barb, 719-301-3900, or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Or if you want a free report on 
how a divorce affects your house, mortgage, and taxes, visit barbhasthebuyers.com and go to the seller guide to download any of Barb's free reports. When we come back, we'll be discussing how and when to switch agents when the house is not selling, plus Barb's hot new listings.